Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. So the next time you're cleaning your toilet, take a second to appreciate how happy it's making you. A new survey found a direct correlation between how clean you are and how happy you are. Turns out super clean people are much more likely to be happy in general. 62% of clean freaks said they're happy with their life. I would imagine it's because everything is clean. And they, (laughs) you know, like they feel like they have, they feel like they have some kind of control over their environment, you know, because isn't that what it is? I know for people like me, I don't like clutter. I like things relatively clean because it makes me feel like everything is in some semblance of order. Mm Mm-hmm. That number, 62% of clean freaks who say they're happy with their life, is compared to 39% of moderately clean people and only 30% of people who describe themselves as messy. Uh, Don't know what this is really worth, but 67% of super clean people also like their jobs compared to only 38% of messy people. I mean, that's such a low percentage of people, whether they're clean or messy. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's just a low percentage of some of people who like their jobs. <laughs> Only you know? 38%. Yeah. 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 They say that uh, 70% of super clean people are also very happy with their love life versus 30%. I think it makes me feel more put together or something like that. Like, I don't know if our house is a a mess. I feel like my life is a little more chaotic or something. It's an interesting shift that I'm undergoing here, you know, (laughs) because you're transitioning. I'm transitioning. And uh, yeah, I I mean, you know, going through my house and getting rid of 75% of the stuff that I had accumulated was a really big move. And now we're in the process of taking all the stuff that's left and getting it organized. So my house has still been in a bit of, of chaos and it's still been a little bit messy and it's still been cluttered as, as we get ready for phase two here. But now that that has started and it's weird because the areas that are clean and there's nothing there, I look at it and it is, it's like, wow, that looks really nice. Or I like the feel of this. And at the same time, it feels empty. Like you need to at fill the same it time, it's like, oh, you know, it feels almost sterile. But it's is it the house in. or is it your soul? <laughs> <laughs> 
And what is there a difference between <laughs> super clean and messy? Like, yeah, I mean, like yeah, I clean, clean my toilet, my sink, my shower, my dishes, all of the things that need to be clean. clean. But yeah, I got piles of stuff on the counter. We still got clutter here and there, and it's also really strange. Just like when I'm looking for stuff for something. What was I look? I was looking for nail clippers the other day, and I'm like, oh. well. Nail clippers are always in one of four different places. And as I'm starting one of to four. go, <laughs> as I'm starting to go to my four different places for the nail clippers, is when I remembered. Oh, wait a minute! They have a place. They now. have a place, and yeah. that place isn't any of the four places that I had it before. But let's go to that place and see if they're there. And they were. That's great. And that was weird for me. Oh, that's exciting. Really weird. You'll get used to it. It's funny because when the minute you said nail clippers, I could immediately go to top right hand drawer. <laughs> yes. Top right hand drawer, master bathroom. Yeah. I know right well ours are too. Yeah. But yeah. You, the, the challenge though, Jen, that you're going to have is putting that stuff back into the place. Its place. Yeah, because it wasn't in its place. a part place. of like the clean, neat freak. <laughs> I you left know? it out. Like at our house, it's challenging because I feel like we're always like picking up, picking up because we have a kid that just can ruin a room in like yeah. four minutes. Right. But it's like, you know, if you don't have the time to put it back where it belongs, are you really cleaning well, and up? That's the thing. I mean, and that's you where can I can get caught up. everything in a bucket and stick it in the toy room. And that's where I can get caught up in the, in the picking <sighs> up and cleaning up process in it all is it's like I have other things I need to do that I think are more important or more enjoyable or more living life than constantly picking up and cleaning up and straightening up and picking up and cleaning up and the yeah they're the I I'd rather sit and have a conversation with my kid right than deal with all you could have that. him clean up <laughs> <laughs> let's clean up together yeah that goes over a bit. by the same token I don't feel like putting something back where it belongs takes time away from having Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Bring a conversation with a loved one, you know? Yeah. But if you have 25 things that you have to put back where they belong, that <laughs> might take up a little more time. Yeah. That's tough when you got a kid yeah. who can do that kind of damage in a very short amount of time. Uh, which reminds me, my cleaning lady is coming today, and I need to turn my alarm off so she doesn't set it off. Thank you for that. Sure. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Let's... <laughs> so important to be clean. Oh, the cleaning lady is coming over. <laughs> oh, I look down upon those who do not have a clean home. She's just doing Let the... me make sure the cleaning lady doesn't set off the home the alarm. Cleaning, right? <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you actually cleaned like a yeah. toilet or cleaned a something? Uh, just let... Well, yesterday, actually, because she only comes once every other week. So, you know, that ring around the toilet rim can get out of control pretty quickly if you let it go. And it takes two seconds. And I remember when I was in, I used to attend the school during the summertime. And the uh, chef used to have me in there to help him out as a way to earn extra credit and 
he had this philosophy that a lot of chefs do, you know, K go clean as you go. He yeah. says this way it never becomes overwhelming. You always stay on top of it. That used to be one of our shift goals at Wendy's, C A Y G. Yeah. Um let me ask you this. Is this gross or fine? Fifty one percent of Americans who have a swimming pool have used it as an alternative to showering. That's disgusting. <laughs> because pools are fun. And showers are lame, and we're all very lazy. But I guess that's bad because dealing with all the gunk on your body uses up chlorine. And then you're walking around with chlorine on your body. Yeah. Yeah. The chlorine is not good for you. And they say there's not as much of it in the water to kill bacteria. There's not enough of the chlorine in the water to kill the bacteria. And obviously rinsing off in the pool isn't the same as showering with soap. But uh, so when you see the sign that says "shower before entering pool," you're really supposed to do that. Yeah, I guess. You rinse off off uh, any of the oils and stuff you got on you, so you don't get it into the pool. Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do you wash your legs in the shower every you, time? You wash your legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is another "how lazy are we?" update. Someone on Twitter <laughs> asked the question: Do you wash your legs when you take a shower? And after close to a million votes, the results are in. One in five people do not wash their legs. I do. Eighty percent said they do. Twenty percent said they don't. And people on both sides have strong feelings about it. Like, do you really need to wash it, or does the runoff from washing the top half of your body do enough? I suppose it depends on where you've been and what you've been doing. I mean, if you've been outside running around in dirt and you have a ring around your ankle where your sock is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you've seen that line. For you know sure. What I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get down there and scrub that. Well, if you're shaving your legs, too, do you shave your legs and then wash them? Because I don't wash them after I shave them. I feel like the shaving is I like think you're exfoliating done. enough. Hmm. Yeah. I wash everything from the head to the toes in that order. Really? Stop at the top. And then I have dry skin in my legs, so I use like this in-shower lotion. I think Olay makes it. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. You exactly. can leave it on the body. You just put it mm. on in the shower, and then you get out. Well, a dermatologist in New York has weighed in on this. Oh, no. And this is something that was actually tackled <laughs> a few years ago after a character on the sitcom You're the Worst said she didn't wash her legs. And here was the dermatologist's answer. Unless your legs are visibly soiled, you don't actually need to wash them. How about that? Dries them out. Yeah, he says the soap running down your body removes most of the dirt and sweat on its own. Well, good to know. Save yourself the one one and a half minutes it takes you to clean your legs. Think about that in other parts of your body, though. Does the water running off your head clean your armpits or your downtown zone? I think your neck to your crotch area, you know, or just your upper thigh area is the primary place for issues to occur. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. There's a good portion of my legs that are up in there, you know? Yeah. Right. I make sure I wash that. Yeah. I'm with you. Well, brands have done some pretty weird stuff on social media in the past few years. Not sure it's ever gotten as weird as this, but check this out. A writer by the name of Tony Poznanski has been in a Twitter battle with the coconut water brand uh, Vita Coco for the past week because he hates coconut water. Oh, it's yeah. It's an acquired taste. It for is. Certain. 
I actually tried. This is the particular brand that comes in like a little carton. Mm-hmm. I've had it. I bought it because I was like, oh, when it was trendy. It's supposed to be so good for it's you. It's supposed to be really healthy mm-hmm. for you. And I was thinking it would be like, you know, when you go to the beach and they give you like a Coco Loco, it would mm-hmm. be along those same lines. No, oh, And not. it is not even close. I cannot do Coco. I love aloe water, but I cannot yeah, do Coco. It is different. Water. I've never had it. I'd, I'll try it. I'll try anything once. Yeah. But this guy hates it. And yesterday morning after Vita Coco offered to send him some free coconut water <laughs> to, to try and maybe change his mind, he tweeted back, F that. I would rather drink your social media person's pee than coconut water. <laughs> Ew, did they send him pee? So Vita Coco obliged. About an hour later, they tweeted a picture of a female employee in the bathroom holding a jar of fresh pee. <laughs> I kid you not, that is not a joke. <laughs> this actually happened. So that is messed up. That is either that is either the most badass Twitter stunt any brand has ever done, or they're gonna be out of business in a few months. I'm oh my god. Genuinely not sure wow. which, but for what it's worth, even Tony said it was a good comeback and and admitted defeat. That is pretty good. Oh. I know. That's a weird thing to do, to pee in a cup in front of someone else. Do you guys remember when I had to do that for one of my pregnancy things with you guys and you were in the bathroom oh you got to do it in front of someone in front of you i was peeing in front of the three of you like why were you peeing in front because of the remember of there was a pregnancy test that was like a gender reveal test if mm-hmm. you peed in a thing and oh, put yeah. the stick in oh. there or whatever it told you it was going to be a boy or a girl that's right was but, it right no but holding your own pee in front of somebody else is just gross <laughs> <laughs> well we'll let you know what happens this is also a really wild story, too. I think this brewery really understands what motivates people, because on Monday morning, someone stole a van from the unknown brewing company in Charlotte, North Carolina. So they posted a picture of the van on Twitter and asked for help finding it, and they offered a reward of free beer, specifically a keg party, on them. And What a great reward. Oh, guess what? Lo and behold, the van was found within 42 minutes. Oh, my God, I bet. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, a woman named Caroline spotted it on the street and let the brewery and the cops know. The cops are trying to track down the thieves, and Caroline will be getting her free keg party nice. on them. Good for her. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and let's talk about Uber's quiet mode, as promised. Uber's IPO did not go well, but the company could really boost their business with this new feature. On Tuesday, Uber rolled out a new quiet mode, and if you pick it, it means your driver won't talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you'll have to pay for it, though. It's only available in Uber Black and Black SUV rides. So if you do like the cheap Uber X or Uber Pool, you will still be at risk for some human interaction. And odds are they won't add the feature to cheaper rides, at least not anytime soon. It looks like for now it's part of their plan to get more people taking the more expensive rides. Huh. But yeah, if you really just want to hop in the car and be left alone and not talk, you can you can pick quiet mode on Uber. <laughs> I'd like to, I'd love to see Lyft do the same thing. It's kind of cool. Oh, coming up, I want to talk. Ooh, yeah, we have time. I'm not sure I would be able to tell that. You know, and I've lived here for 16 years. I'm not sure that I can tell all the different nuanced accents. In this region alone, you know, I feel like we have a few 
you know, there's Northern Kentucky. Well, you, you got the folks that will say, like, I went to the car wash. Right. Like, they don't car say wash. that in Michigan. They don't mm-hmm. say that in Florida. Or I'm wash. fixing to go to the car wash. Yeah. Which is, is different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's, I, I feel like even within this region, there are multiple dialects depending on what part of the oh, tri-state you're from. Then there's the folks that reverse the L and the W. Like, they can go in either spot. Mm. Like, it's code outside. Hmm. Instead of cold, it's mm-hmm. code. I love the oldies, or I love those oldies music. Huh. I'm not, no, I don't notice. I think we would have to line people That's up and have them, yeah. you know, just one at a time say the word so I could hear the actual difference between I've heard Warsh a lot. That yeah. one is, uh, like, Warsh. pretty common. And yeah. I think it's, like, an older generation, like, Warsh. Gonna Warsh. Yeah. Wash my clothes. Well, <clears throat> this is interesting because Cincinnati and Southern Ohio supposedly have like two different accents. The travel website Big Seven they ranked fifty different American accents from the sexiest to least sexy, and like Cincinnati is near the bottom. We're second from last. <laughs> What do we sound funny. like? I don't even feel like we sound like anything. I feel like we sound right. normal. <laughs> We're just regular. <laughs> well, it's very soft no compared to like a Boston or a Long Island or a Certainly Texan not as pronounced. accent. Some people even in northern Kentucky, like a Grant County-ish, have like a further southern accent. But I don't feel like the like the Boone, Kenton, Campbell area. I don't feel like they have a much of a twang. Do you guys? Mm. Not necessarily. I don't know. I, I do know there's an, a thing with O's, too, that we do here. So when I first moved here, there was a other radio station called Mojo. Oh, yeah. I kept hearing people would come up and go, I love the Mujo. The what? Mujo. I love Mujo. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I just love the Mujo. Mojo? <laughs> but I'm from Michigan where we have the long O. Yeah. So oh, I don't know, maybe just. About. More dog. About. <laughs> yeah, but see, I think you say tour weird. Like I say, you, you know, you're you're going on tour, and you say you're going on tour. No, I say, he says tour. I, I say tour. tour. It's tour. a two syllable word. <laughs> I say tour. Like two tour guy. Here, everyone I know here says tour, like T O R E, like I tore up a piece right. of paper. Now, that's a great tour, but I don't know. Like if somebody's going on tour, it's tour. But if it's a tour guide, it's a tour guide. We're going to take a tour. Confusing. <laughs> what is he going to do? He gets full two syllables. What, the is tour the, what guide. kind of guide is that? So the 10 least sexy accents are Pennsylvania Dutch is the least sexy accent. Uh, Cincinnati is second from last. Pittsburgh, third from last. Florida, Southern Ohio. Again, I... Well, maybe that's. I would like, love to know what the difference is between Southern is Ohio and Cincinnati. Maybe Southern Ohio is like Athens, and like or there's southeastern the Ohio too. Okay, uh, California Valley, Alaska, Minnesota, New Jersey, Long Island. Okay, they say those are the least sexy. The ten sexiest, starting with number ten, California, St. Louis. Philadelphia. I don't even know what any of these sound like. I know. I need to Hawaii, help. Mississippi. Chicago. Chicago. Number four is interesting. Number four is Maine. Yeah, that's a good story. A good walk. I'll take you up there sometime. Tell you the story, too. I get him fixed by you. Fixed cat don't tend to wander. 
There's all the time crossing back and forth on that route. His luck will run out. They say that's... That's the fourth sexiest accent. That's you, you lived in Maine. Is that how? It's Maine. Yeah, it's pretty close. Pretty I close. live there. Uh, here you go, Jen. Number three, your favorite. If you disagree, like a Lincoln is better than a Cadillac, forget about it. You know. <laughs> but then it's also like if something is the greatest thing in the world, like Mingo's peppers, forget about it. You know. Sometimes it just means uh, forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> I do find it entertaining. Sure. Forget about it. Yeah. What are you, stupid? Yeah. Uh, New York, not to be confused with sexiest American accent number two. You're a first-year grad student. You just got finished reading some Moxie and Historian from Pete Garrison, probably. Yeah. You're going to be convinced of that till next month when you get to James Lemon. Then you're going to be talking about how the economies of Virginia and Pennsylvania were entrepreneurial and capitalist way back in 1740. That's going to last until next year. You're going to be in here regurgitating Gordon Wood. Talking about, you know, the pre-revolutionary utopia and the capital forming effects of military mobilization. How about that? Go Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting. That. One of the greatest movies ever. Yeah, for sure. Okay, you guys ready for the sexiest accent in the country? Yeah. yeah. The sexiest accent of all time, ladies and gentlemen, number one. Texas. To my oh, father, God. who I know he's up there right now, well, with a big pot of gumbo. He's got well, a lemon meringue pie well. over there. He's probably in his underwear, and he's got a cold can of Miller Lite, and he's dancing right now. <laughs> to my mother, who's here tonight, who taught me and my two older brothers, demanded that we respect ourselves. And what we in turn learned was then we were better able to respect others. To my Oh, Matthew. Thank you, Matthew. I my wife, I- Camilla, and my kids, Levi. Levi. I always thought he was from Louisiana. Uh-uh. He's Texas. That's Are Texas you kidding? all the way. Hook him horns. Hey, Christy. Hey. Talk to us a little bit. We want to determine where you're from. <laughs> well, no, I don't have the accent, but my mom, my brother, my entire family does. Portsmouth, okay? That's how they say it. But Portsmouth and Southern Ohio, that's what they're talking about with the terrible accent. Really? So can you give us a difference? Like, can you... You know, just give us like a basic Dick and Jane sentence in Southern Ohio versus, well, you know, wherever you live now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I live in, I mean, I live in Cincinnati now, but I lived in South Carolina for 20 something years. So I lost the Portsmouth, thank God. Yeah. But Port, they say Portsmouth, first of all, they say birthday, Warsh, um, <laughs> birthday. Walmart, Walmart, not Walmart, Walmart. Yeah, I've heard that when people put an S on everything huh. at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Kroger, well, Kroger's, Kroger. I say Kroger's sometime, I guess. Southern Ohio but also I, sounds very like rural Missouri to me, too, or Missouri. <laughs> like if you, I, like in western Missouri, sounds very similar, if not identical, to southern Ohio, the way you're describing it. For I whatever that's worth. from... from well, I say Missouri, but <laughs> I don't know anybody from that area, so it's hard to Portsmouth. Like that, that just kills me when you when people say Portsmouth. Like that's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> not even close. Cincinnati. Yeah. I'm embarrassed to tell people that's where I'm from. But, right. That's but funny. that's what they're talking about with the southern accent because Cincinnati. I don't think Cincinnati has an accent. I agree, and I'm from Boston, <laughs> and I lost my. Whatever I whatever I had left of my Boston accent seems to be mostly gone. 
Every once yeah. in a while, you'll say wicked, though. It'll just come out. True. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it rears its ugly head, but... Mm-hmm. but I, just, I, I haven't lived there since I was 18, so... You've had a couple of years to right. knock it out. Yeah. Being around you guys. You guys. Thank you, Christy. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great day. You, you too. too. Levi. Peter, Mr. Stone. Mr. The courage Stone. and significance you give me every day I go out the door yeah. is unparalleled. You are the four people in my life that I want to make the most proud of me. To that, I say, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Just all right. Living, huh? <laughs> you. Just got to keep on living, man. <laughs> Beef. It's what's for dinner. How do you guys say sale? Sale. On sale now. What, On what, sale now. What word are you like? S-A-L-E. Sale. Sale. I know people that say sale. Sell. Mm-hmm. Sell. And I'm like, no, it's not a sell. It's a sale. Two syllables. <laughs> hmm. That's a sell. We're going to sell it at the sell. <laughs> no, we're not going to sell it at the sell. We're going to sell it at the sale. <laughs> what about sailing? <laughs> Great song from Christopher Cross. My, no, I'm talking about yard sailing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Let's go yard sailing. That's what that song's about. Yard sailing. Jimmy Fallon was talking about accents last night. Let me see. Let me pull up that bit. Uh, yeah. New Jersey's unsexy accent. Oh, and uh, yeah, Jimmy Fallon was doing Boston accent pickup lines. Mm. Let's listen to some of these. Forget this, for America's sexiest accent second place was Boston. Some people were surprised, but it's not that hard uh, if you ever heard a pickup line from Boston. No, let me show you what I mean. Hey, anyone ever tell you you look like Gronk? Hey. Want to come over to my apartment and act out the big dig? Hey, you ever do it to the Dropkick Murphys? Hey, let's head over to Duncan and pick up a double D cup. (laughs) Things that women can get away with saying that men cannot. (laughs) Wow, she's really starting to look pregnant in the face. Yeah, if if either one of you would have said that. Boom, you'd have been in big trouble. Yeah, I'm just noticing Jenna Bush. Um, I mean, it does. she just announced the pregnancy, what, a month ago, if that? But when she announced, she was already at six months. Right. Like, but she had, had been kind of holding it back for a while. Yeah, yeah. Really showing now, and you can see it in so her face. Cute. She is. She is a cute pregnant girl. I can say that because I look pregnant in the face, too, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did your nose get bigger? Did your nose it, spread? It did some. I delivered at 37 weeks, which is kind of like right before all of the bloating and all that other stuff kind of sets in. Not for me. Yeah. It did get <laughs> big. I feel like everything spreads. I know. My nose definitely got bigger. I loved it, though. I'm not going to lie. You love like, being pregnant? I, I did. And yeah. I know that it, a lot of people out there are like, that's so annoying to hear people say that. <laughs> what did you love about it? I loved all of it. I loved feeling the baby move around and I loved, I didn't enjoy the heartburn, but I really enjoyed how nice people were to me because I was pregnant and how helpful they were. Yeah. And I loved just the feelings. Like I loved feeling that baby move and seeing the foot come out the side, mm-hmm. all the weird stuff. Yeah. I liked it when people touched my stomach. Really? It didn't, it didn't wig him. me out. No. Yeah. 
I don't like the post-pregnancy body as much. <laughs> it's amazing what it does to you. It does change. It's odd because you can weigh like the exact same that you weighed before you were pregnant, but certain clothes won't fit you because of the it's way distributed that different. your body has like redistributed <laughs> fat. Yeah, and that didn't bother you? Eh, it bothers me sometimes. If I if it, if I cared enough, I would lose it. Like I remember Angelina Jolie it. when she was pregnant. She said, and I'll never forget the way she characterized it. She said, "I love the feeling of being round and full." That is a direct quote. <laughs> and she was one of those women that really enjoyed being pregnant. Yeah, I did too. And but that's the one thing that you often hear women complain about yeah. when they're pregnant is being round and is being full. round and full. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just remember like you're like because you're everything's like circulating because of your hormones. And like your nails and your hair grow like crazy and you're just Mm. like glowing. Like you have this weird regen. I don't know. They can't bottle that. Redistribution of fat, I guess. Right. I don't know. At the end. At the end, you feel awful. Well, Game of Thrones, there's a lot of people that are upset with season eight. And I didn't realize this is becoming such a thing. Uh, they've actually got a petition out now. People are upset, and I get it. Well, fans waited a long time for season eight, and now mm-hmm. that it's here, a lot of them are underwhelmed. And somebody was angry enough to start that petition asking HBO to redo the whole season with, quote, competent writers. You know, I'm not even 100% sure they need to redo the whole season. I mean, The Long Night was an amazing episode. Maybe just the last two. And maybe rework those. I don't even care if they come to the same conclusions, but take us on a little bit more of a ride getting us there so it doesn't feel so random and rushed. Abrupt. Yes. Well, I put this up on our Q102 Facebook page. I asked people like how they were kind of feeling about it. And a lot of people are saying like all of the other seasons have set up what's happening now and you can't change that. The petition goes on to say David Benioff, is that how you pronounce his name, Benioff? I think so. And D.B. Weiss have proven themselves to be woefully incompetent writers when they have no source material, i.e. the books, to fall back on. The series deserves a final season that makes sense. Subvert our expectations and make it happen, HBO. The petition originally called for 150,000 signatures, but they've already surpassed 200,000, and now they are fast approaching Mm 300,000. Yeah, it's a tough, it's just tough to swallow, and there's only one one episode left, and that's going to be Sunday, and then it's just done and gone, and these characters, probably all of them are going to die, except for one or two, and so many theories on the one or two that are going to make it to the end, and... No, it's just, it's tough to let go. It's, it's just hard to let go. It yeah. definitely was a topic last night at Mug Club at RP's. Yeah, and were they were they People pissed? People are not are happy. They? They're yeah. not happy with it. Yeah. And are they unhappy for the same reasons that I am, or are they? Uh, yeah, same sort of thing. Same sort of thing. And then I'm like, I'm only on season one, episode eight, and they're like, oh boy, oh. <laughs> oh hang in there. Go. Oh, it gets bad. It gets great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel yeah. like no matter what they do, though, it's not going to be okay. Because it's can't over. Please everybody. Exactly. I mean, and it's ending. You're going to be like, I hated the way it ended. There's not many shows I feel like we can say we love the way that ended. 
I will say that I was very happy with Mad Men, the way they ended that. I liked the the full evolution of this character and Don Draper. Mm-hmm. There were some sad moments. There were people you lost throughout the show, but not so many that it broke your heart. Right. Life just is that way sometimes. But that felt good to me. I was happy. I'd like to revisit him again in the 70s. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See how that goes. Well, I mean, I, go ahead. Now that I was just going to make the comment that uh, I know Blacklist and Game of Thrones could not be more different, but I started watching the Blacklist in the very beginning, and I just think it's great mindless entertainment for me anyway, and a lot of the questions have been answered this season. A lot of explanations. The relationship between Raymond Reddington and Elizabeth have been explained. And while not every question has been answered, enough have been answered that I feel like this season they could probably end it, tie up these loose ends, and everything would be okay. Everybody would be would be satisfied. Yeah. But then I heard yesterday they're renewing it for an additional season. <laughs> which Why? just That's where they're they, going next with those. Yeah, characters. it's like you give them too much time, man. They'll find a way to ruin it. <laughs> I feel the same way about Grey's Anatomy, though, because that show has been on for 19 seasons or something like that. No. It's been a long time. But part of me has felt like, oh, they should have ended it then or they should have ended it now. But right now, I feel like it's better than it has ever been. Yeah. So as long as they can continue to do that, then maybe a show can last. First well, episode for, of Grey's was uh, 2005, March. Yeah, because yeah. we were here. Yeah. It's been a long time. So, I mean, Avengers Endgame. I mean, there's one that I think ended beautifully. I mean, it was sad. It was hard to see some people go. I get it, though. It made sense. But I thought they wrapped everything up very beautifully and left doors open for future stuff if we want to revisit at some point. But that was a satisfactory ending. For me, this, now, I have often talked about how disappointed I was with the way House of Cards ended. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about disjointed and rushed and just didn't make sense. And I, and I know they had a lot going against them by losing Kevin Spacey in that last season unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just I felt that you. I just felt that there was a thousand ways. I, I don't feel that Kevin Spacey was the death knell. I feel like they could have done a much better job at executing that. Well, and I think that what really bothered me about that is that I always enjoyed Claire, who is one of the main characters on the show. And the last season made me not like her. And I hated the way that they wrote that for me to not like her. Yeah, I was a huge fan of that character throughout most yeah. of that series until the very end. Even and that when was she disappointing. killed her mother? Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> Thanks for ruining it. <laughs> See, but I kind of always... She, she murdered her mom. I, was, I thought Claire was the manipulative brains behind the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Even at the yeah. beginning, I thought, she's running the show. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and but she... Yeah. She did get evil, though. I will give you that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, even though she was evil, I still found her somewhat endearing as a character. But the last season, I was like, no. Yeah, there was nothing. I had no, no affection, no, no sympathy no left for her at all. Uh-huh. I, I really wanted to see and I her demise. And yeah. I wanted it to end. By the time the last two episodes, I think, I was like, let's just end this. Mm-hmm. I almost didn't watch. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.